Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt. This is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 28th of June 2013. Now, those who are just tuning in should go into the website cuttingthroughthematrix.com and help themselves to lots of audio. So if I go through the system you're born into, the system is never explained to you. You take it for granted, really, because everyone else does. And we're all split by generations. Even a few years between is, is really a generation today, as far as the big boys are concerned, because you're programmed at school even to get to your fake reality so that you can't really think outside the box. And people who have studied uh, propaganda and indoctrination admit that, uh, that, and talk about philosophers and so on, they actually admit that if you don't get your early indoctrination at school, then subsequent propaganda and lies won't take on you, you'll still be able to see through them. So it's very important to get indoctrinated very early. And it even starts earlier than that because you get that even through cartoons as a child watching on television. All the PC stuff is pushed into that. And the, the novelists and the, and the workers and so on, even in novels, they'll get paid to, to insert all these PC updates too. So I go through the whole system of how it works and so on, and the big corporations inter- and the inter- internationalists, basically the foundation leaders that have massive tax-free foundations, run armies of NGOs across the world, all the strategies, rights for this, rights for that, which really ends up having a chaos in society so they can control us all much, much better and, and destroy the old system, which has to be done, they say, to bring in the new. The new is a really completely different scientific tyranny, and it's really pretty well here, actually. It's, it's working pretty well. As we get into it. So help yourself to the website. Remember too, you bring me to you, and if you can buy the books and discs at cuttingthroughthematrix.com where I go through all this chronology, the art of chronology, then you can start to understand what's been going on and how it's all presented to you. And from the US to Canada, remember you can still use personal checks to order. You can also use, um, your postal orders, international postal orders from your post office. Or you can send cash or use PayPal across the world, Western Union, MoneyGram, and PayPal. And straight donations, as I say, I always say this is seriously welcome because we're going through planned inflation, of course, as you all know, we all see it every day with the prices in stores and so on. And that's to get you into austerity down the road too. It's already happening. And uh, that's part of the big plan. How else can they, can they bring you into austerity except make it seem that they must bring you into it through inflation of the currencies because we've got problems in the banks, etc. And, of course, it's all nonsense because the banks um, have been plundering us for centuries. And they always do, at least do two big plunders per century and a whole bunch of a couple of ones or a few ones in between, two smaller ones. And we've been bailing them out ever since. And of course nothing will change in that system because uh, the big boys at the top, they started the big foundations to bring in a new type of world order, a new system of living, where a total control system of living, uh, where the top, the top international lenders of their day, they lent to governments and nations, not just individuals. And of course their offspring still do. And they set up institutions which sound very, very official, but they're actually private foundations, like the Royal Institute of International Affairs, Council on Foreign Relations, and they have organizations like this across the whole planet. 
the Royal Institute of International Affairs created the Trilateral Commission, CFR and a whole bunch of them, the Institute for Pacific Relations too, that's been working for 70 years on eventually bringing a whole Far Eastern bloc like China, Australia, New Zealand, all, all these countries together with China to be the dominant partner because they plan to bring it up to be the producer of the world for all manufactured goods. And so here we live through plans, you see, we're living through a script. It's all scripted in advance. And the media is there, of course, to, to con you left, right, and give you false reasons why things are happening. Keep you entertained as well, give you lots and lots of trivia and oohs and ahs, etc., and that works awfully well. Back in the 30s, it was a Rockefeller brothers got together with the top and J.P. Morgan bunch and the whole bunch got together to decide how many papers in the U.S. they would need to control totally and then the others would follow. And they said 30 main ones and magazines and could control the whole country. It's much more than that now, of course. It's done a long time ago, folks. Back with more after this. Folks, we're back cutting through the matrix, and as I say, the world's a joke in a sense, as, as far as the media goes and what they give you for news, because they're not there to give you truth. Remember, most news comes through a couple of agencies, and why do you think that is? It's like everything else is business, everything else is, is control, total control. That's what it's for. And, uh, and of course, the average person doesn't know that. They think, especially in the U.S., they have so many te- television channels that they, they think they get more news than anybody else, but it isn't true at all. It's all managed. And, of course, uh, if you believe it's the truth, so you, your points of view, your opinions are given to you, and you're actually guided to your opinions quite easily through techniques which are really very well understood by those who give you the news. But you find this article for, for as an example. It's supposed to be about Africa. And it says, President Obama kicked off a long-awaited African tour and, and lauded a U.S. Supreme Court ruling on gay marriage as a victory for democracy. Now, what's that got to do with the African tour, for goodness sake, eh? Uh, this is the big story. So he's a front man, of course, and he's shown he's a front man by pushing homosexual marriage and so on. So anyway, it says here, a gay marriage is a victory for democracy and urged African nations to end discrimination against homosexuals. And then it goes on to talk about the re- another reason is there is a free trade agreement, the AGOA free trade agreement is due to expire 215 and it'll create more jobs, just like Europe create more jobs and there's more unemployment than ever before. Because uh, we're an African bloc, you see. And uh, of course, we've got Africor and Africom in there too. America's got big, big plans for Africa and we've got a few wars to go there yet too because it's also Muslim countries as well. So, uh, you know, it's, this is nonsense, the stuff he's feeding you here. But he says, I see this as a moment of great promise for the continent. Now, I don't know which one of his speechwriters wrote this for him, because uh, they never say anything by themselves. Obama told a new conference in, in Senegal's capital, Dakar, all too often the world overlooks the amazing progress that Africa is making, including progress in strengthening democracy. And then it says, flanked by Senegal's president, uh, Macky Sall, Obama said the treatment of lesbians and gays in Africa remained controversial. Homosexuality is illegal in Muslim Senegal. So that gives you a clue who wrote the article too. So Muslims in Senegal will have to get, you know, whacked like everybody else. The U.S. Supreme Court ruling on Wednesday announced as Obama flew to Senegal aboard Eight Force One, made married gay men and women eligible for federal benefits, striking down part of the 1996 Defense of Marriage Act. And this is what Obama's speechwriter said. It was a victory for American democracy. Now, America 
It was not a democracy. It was not set up to be a democracy. For a very good reason. Because the founding fathers knew that from past experience, going all the way back to ancient Greece, what happens with democracy, you end up with a form of a small group controlling a type of communism, and then you have massive uprisings, and the whole thing falls apart, and you're back down to the cave, or the Stone Age, basically. And mind you, the big boys that, that created it all leave the country, and they're all they're off somewhere else safely, as they, as they set up a next country for the fall. So, it's supposed to be a republic, and that's why they, they called it a republic. That's why they named it after a republic, meaning that those who would change it in any other way would, would be actually treasonous to the nation. And it's all happened. I think it was President Wilson was one of the first guys that said they called it democracy. And he, he actually was just a front man too, a little puppet really, from Mandel House. And Earl Lord Grey, or Lord Earl Grey from Britain, was his contact man for the group that became the Royal Institute of International Affairs. So, and of course they brought in the Federal Reserve and everything else. So, it's been managed that way ever since. And Professor Carl Quigley, the historian for the, for the Council of Foreign Relations, admits all that stuff. Apart from that, you read the book by Mandel House himself, he tells you he was the guy who drafted it all up for, for Wilson to do. So it's on and on, and then it's just, um, however, the court fell short of broadening, uh, broader ruling endorsing a fundamental right of gay people to marry, meaning there'll be more, no more impact in the 30 states that do not recognize gay marriage. Well, they keep a, a war going with that until no one's having children at all, you know, or else all genetically modified, which ties in actually with the old idea that Aldous Huxley talks about where they, they, for in Brave New World, they, they, they breed the new classes of people down the road. It's already happening. It's an article in the paper there where Britain's okayed the three-parent in vitro fertilization process where they take out, you know, the bad genes that might make you, give you a hereditable disease down the road. Might, may, you know, may. Uh, it doesn't tell you, of course, in any of the diseases how much may means, but um, it's really to take out genes and make you placid and compliant and happy little, you know, betas and thetas and all the rest of it and deltas and etc. That's what it's for, you see. And they'll get their way too. But in the moment, they don't want people to breed, at least the wrong kind of people. And that's all the ones down below a certain uh, income level. Winners and losers, they call them, at the top. And also, too, it's interesting that I tuned in last night to, to just regular AM stations and some of the big ones in the States and so on. And they bring on the so-called specialists, the same ones that bring on Bigfoot and so on. But they, they had um, someone on talking about, oh, the, the, the global warming. I will have to change. My God, it's going to be awful. Now, a lot of folk have been so immersed in, in trivia and nonsense, or, or even just working hard, or else they're partying hard, one of the two, and they don't know, or they've never noticed that we've been under geoengineering constantly since 1998. Way back in the 50s and 60s, they've tested stuff out, and, and right through the century, the, 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 the decades since, up to 1998. 1998, they started in serious business, and they, they were actually spraying daily. They still are. And then you went to the 1970s Weather Warfare Treaties Act at the United Nations. You can look it up yourself. It's a whole bunch of them. Uh, where they went through what they could do at that time with weather warfare by using uh, electromagnetic pulse waves and so on. That's HARP technologies, ELF. And they could also superheat the atmosphere. They could stop the jet stream. And they could lower the jet stream to bring it right down to ground level, which it shouldn't be, and, and create chaos, actually. And sure enough, in the 90s, when they were spraying heavily, we got the first of these odd 
a ball, things where the jet stream is coming down and create swaths, like a road straight through a forest, straight, straight as a die. Guided, you might say. And, uh, and that's been reported too in different major news publications or the, the strange phenomena. And, uh, and so yeah, they can literally manipulate the jet stream and of course, and the AM guys are all pushing the global warming stuff and oh, it will have to change the way of living, which is a real intention of all of this for those who don't understand it. Then, you'll find that you you won't understand what's going on at all, the real reasons for it. It's not happening by itself. Tonight I put up a video from a, a, a geoengineering group that uh, goes through some of this too. And remember, there's different kinds of spray. The only mention is one time I th- type, I think, in this video of spray, the one it, it stops uh, uh, rain. Because there's sprays that can start rain and ones and cause rain and ones that can stop rain as well. And I've tried them all out. Certain areas are getting one type, other areas are getting another. Where I am here, it's, it's pretty well flood time. They just keep giving you rain, 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 rain. And the jet stream pretty well is just sitting there. It just nothing, it's not moving. Again, right off the Weather Warfare Treaty at the United Nations. They also can create earthquakes with it too, but just with the harp itself, by the way, for those who want to look it up. And it's not fantasy at all. It's in the, a treaty. They don't sign treaties in the United Nations unless these things could already be done, you understand. And we have to be trained to go into austerity. And you also have to go through with Agenda Agenda 21, also called Millennium Project, because they want you all off the rural areas and leave it eventually to big agribusinesses, which you'll get all for free, because you'll walk off from flooded areas without a penny. And things like that, you see. Ah, that they'll scorch you out one of the two can do either. And uh, and also, uh, so that this is just to prompt you off. They prompt you off the land because you'll never figure out what's really happening. You believe all the mainstream talking heads and you don't realize that there's war being created upon you all the time. It's well, well documented. The geoengineers themselves have, have these big world meetings and they have a little smiles on their face when they say, if we ever start this geoengineering, and of course we know they're doing it because uh, they said themselves they could create havoc across the world with altering weather patterns when they start. Well, they've already done it a long time ago. Cause and effect. Now remember too, uh, your whole, you have to go into austerity, understand. You have to believe that you're at the fault for all these things happening. And you have to go into austerity. Well, they'll prompt you into it. They'll make you believe you're the guilty party and you can't have the same kind of food anymore. You have to go to eat insects. You keep pushing the insects and locusts and stuff like that for eating uh, and so on and so on. You've got to pay high, high bills for all kinds of energy and get very little back uh, energy, that is, in return for it. Same with food. That's the same boys who control so much of the market and this ties in with the NSA exposures and so on. Uh, I've had articles up there where uh, it's been admitted that these exposures in the NSA, and not just the MSA, all the groups are involved, CIA and, and all the rest of them, MI6, Mossad and so on. These boys give those in the know, the multi-billionaires at the top, all the tips on where to invest stock and so on, what's going to happen. You can't lose that way, you see. And they've been doing that all along. So when it comes into food, now they have the food market, the world food market, a big casino just like the stock market. And they're betting, they put it into futures market, all the food industry across the planet, and they can bet on where places are going to have drought now. And and win money from from countries going down through drought. Or they can flood them and, and win that way too. Plus, the same boys, mind you, 
same multi-billionaires are owners of the big agribusinesses and they have bases in Latin America. They'll start flooding food into the U.S. with them. So it's all worked out in advance, folks. That's how advanced things are. In fact, this is hardly advanced at all. It's as to what really is out there that you haven't been told yet. It's not sci-fi. There's nothing I'm saying you can't find if you do scrolls through university sciences and so on on different topics like this. There's nothing, there's nothing, nothing sci-fi about anything at all. The whole technique in this world is to make you agree that you're the guilty person and you're collectively guilty. That technique's been played on most folk for the last 40, 50 years, starting with one thing and then going on to other things as well. It's a great technique. So as I said, I put this article tonight, Western U.S. baked by blistering heat wave. And they mentioned the jet stream. It just stopped. It's like stuck. It needs a nudge. Back with more after this. Tonight I'll put up to an article to do with Thailand, because Thailand's getting kind of whacked in a more subtle way. They did send in, they call them the red shirts, and I think it's a Soros bunch for, for colour revolutions, but they actually started a lot of violence there uh, last year. And they're still trying to overthrow it, because you see Thailand still isn't going into the World Bank and, and IMF and, and debt, massive debt. It's all a matter of time before they're forced to it. And so the big, the big boys at the top, the big corporations, the cabals themselves that monopolise everything, are trying to, to bring down their food supply as well by devaluation or not buying their stuff. That's how you can do it. You certainly not buy it. Same with coffee producers too. You know that in the 90s, the coffee producers uh, were told by the, the purchasers, there's only a handful of purchasers, probably all the same shareholders again, that they had to put GM plants in for, for, the, for the coffee beans. And they wouldn't buy it otherwise. So you've been drinking GM coffee for years now, since the 90s. Now, why would they care? The farmers weren't complaining. They were getting good crops. It hasn't increased their yields. But now that we buy all these pesticides, too, they go along with it, the special stuff as well, you see, which, of course, you end up drinking and all the rest of it. But getting back to Thailand, as I say, they're trying to undermine them there by by interfering with their food supply and their, and their purchases and their sales abroad and so on. And they're also using India and Pakistan to compete with their rises against them as well. Big boys are, are famous for this monopolization and, and corporate cabals that get together and do this kind of stuff. It's, they do it in every single field in the world. The, the world, everything in the world that you need, I've mentioned this so many times, and this goes back a hundred years to when they set up uh, this organization uh, of very elite people and private foundations, uh, they decided that they had the right to take over everything that, that human beings need to live on. That's your food, water, energy, everything you purchase, you name it. And, and it was the right to do so. And that's how they control all of you. And it's going on. So everything you take for granted, like you're drinking a water, some of your water or whatever, or, um, or, or some food, uh, believe you me, you're going to get taught that you can't take it for granted by the guys who own it all. It's going to cost you an awful lot of money. Now, to bring you into austerity, they mean that everything, everything that you purchase and you need to stay alive, your basic essentials, is going to cost you a fortune. You won't have any money left over for, for anything else, except, of course, your cheap telephones and uh, cell phones and so on, which will give you entertainment. You must get entertainment when they're bringing you down. Keeps folk quite happy, actually. 
Now, Monsanto's claims on GM food, undermined by scientific research, it says, it says, oops, the World Food Prize Committee's uh, got a bit of egg in its face. It's genetically engineered eggs. It says, they just awarded uh, the World Food Prize. And, and you've ever heard of that, the World Food Prize? Well, of course, these, these, this goes back to Bernays. He set up these organizations in his day, the same kind of thing, not this particular one. And he would bring in specialists that would confuse the public, say, oh, my God, specialists see that this product's fantastic, got to buy it. And they would give them a name like the Institute of blah, 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 and you'd believe them. They're all fronts. Anyway, they set up the world. It's kind of like, it's kind of like all the prizes they give themselves in Hollywood to give to each other prizes by the same people. So the same people give themselves prizes every year, you know. Anyway, the World Food Prize to three scientists, including one from the Syngenta and one from Monsanto, who invented genetic engineering because they say the technology increases crop yields and de- decreases pesticide use. And it says, it just happens to be that, that this group, the World Food Prize, the, the ones that run it, uh, are, their sponsors are Monsanto and, and Syngenta. <laughs> so they give themselves prizes. Along with a third one, which is DuPont Pioneer. DuPont isn't everything. Big war industry boys too. All the, all the powder for all the, the armaments and so on. And it says, Monsanto makes the same case on its website, saying, since the advent of biotechnology, there have been a number of claims from anti-biotechnology activists that genetically modified crops don't increase yields. Some have claimed that GM crops actually have lower yields than non-GM crops. And then they say, GM crops generally have higher yields due to both breeding and biotechnology. But that's not actually the case. It's just a new peer-reviewed study published in the International Journal of Agricultural Sustainability examined those claims and found that conventional plant breeding, not genetic engineering, is responsible for yield increases in major U.S. crops. Additionally, GM crops, also known as genetically engineered, or GE crops, can't even take credit for reductions in pesticide use. The study's leader and author, who is Jack Heinemann, is not an anti-biotechnology activist, as Monsanto would want you to believe, he's actually a, a genetic engineer himself. And it says, the study compared major crop yields and pesticide use in North America, which relies heavily on GE crops in Western Europe, which grows conventionally bred non-GE crops. The study's findings are important for the future of the U.S. food supply, and therefore for the world food supply, since the U.S. is a major exporter of many staple crops. Heinemann's a professor of molecular biology at the University of Canterbury, New Zealand, and director for the Centre for Integrated Research in Biosafety. He says he began looking into the matter after he heard a remark made by Phil or Paul Collier in 2010. And it says here, Collier made the offhand remark during his talk at Oxford University that because Europe had shunned GMOs, uh, it says it's, it's lost productivity compared to the US, Heinemann recalls. So that's when you start looking into it and start getting all the data and so on. And the ordinary crops are far, far superior. Plus, they don't all get wiped out at once because there are different varieties in the normal crop of different strains. But uh, the GM stuff are all cloned. They're all the same. And when something attacks them, they all, they all die. You all lose out. And they need an awful lot more pesticides now, too. They've caused an awful lot of problems so far. I'll put this up to tonight as well, uh, along with uh, this one, too. Genetically modified organisms, and now again another study show to cause the same thing, cause organ damage in a new study, the latest study. And it says uh, the crops have been engineered in a lab to produce their own pesticides or to resist heavy applications of chemical pesticides like Roundup, produced by Monsanto Company. And it says pigs that eat the food and so on. Uh, have a markedly higher instance of stomach inflammation than pigs on a GMO, non-GMO diet. When they dissect them, it's like the creators on the moon. Back with more after this.
are listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Hi, folks. We're back cutting through the meetings, reading about the GMO crops and so on, and how they feed the stuff to, to pigs as well. And the pigs are closer to people than most animals and, and even the digestive systems, and they all have digestive problems with it, ulcers, you name it, and, and it, it just ruins them. Of course, you end up eating the pig as well. The big boys don't eat the stuff, and they've got their own particular supplies. They were set that up long, long ago. Even the guys who work in Monsanto, I've read articles here, won't have a GE food in their own cafeterias. Same as the British Parliament that's forcing on the British people there, they will not eat the stuff themselves because they know what it does to, to us, you see. They know what it does. And it also helps to sterilize you as well. There's a whole bunch of effects as well, xenoestrogens, you name it, blah, blah, blah. And there's lots and lots of documentation. It doesn't matter because there's an article, article here actually says that, that um, it says, uh, uh, it's great to point out that no food regulator in the world currently requires a safety assessment for the possible toxic effects of mixtures of genetically modified genes in the food supply. It says regulators, regulators simply assume that they can't happen. Actually, Monsanto and the big boys made it illegal for anyone to test their stuff. Doesn't tell you everybody at the top of the tree. You don't have a government as you think you've got a government. That there's big corporations running everything. And actually it'll come down to a handful, if it's not already, running everything under many guises, many names. And that actually is the case in some, in some respects. So anyway, uh, this is your food supply, folks, and uh, you, you'll pay and they get their profit just to kill you off. It's not a bad way to do the long-term goals, is it? Not bad at all. They're very efficient, these guys. Especially when they know the general public will never believe. You know, general public won't believe anything unless it comes from someone who's famous, well-known on television uh, and a regular newscaster on, on the major networks. That's what they've been trained to believe. Brzezinski talked about it too. He says the public shortly will be unable to think for themselves. They'll expect the media to do their reasoning for them. Why do you think they pay these guys who are fossils falling off chairs and the women, too, with a thousand facelifts and everything else. Why didn't you keep them on there till about 16, 70? It's because you've grown up with them, you trust them. It's basic psychology. Also, too, remember the same con games with NAFTA, North American Free Trade Agreements, and with uh, the British-European Agreement, too, on free trade, free trade. You know, well, it's just free trade. You better join or be left behind. Here's the same con from the same bunch. Now, the IMF... It's just a branch of the World Bank, and it comes under the Bank for International Settlements, a, a trio created by one group, the Royal Institute of International Affairs, to take over the world by finances and controlling the world through finance. Private organizations. Yet they're treated, though, today as the, the ultimate experts on everything. Every president and prime minister bows to them because they know the score, and they, they all belong to the same organization, CFR, Royal Institute of International Affairs. They're told what to do. But it says, um, climate change will create jobs, says IMF. Climate change. How can we use this? How does it always say there at the CFR? Uh, they always say, how can we use this disaster to our advantage? Whatever they do, they create wars and then they do the same thing. And it says, Christine Lagarde, the managing director of the International Monetary Fund, who pays no taxes at all, by the way. Isn't that amazing? They'll get, they, and they get special food supplies as well. Did you know that? 
Said Thursday that climate change will drive job creation. Climate change will create jobs. It will create disasters before it creates jobs, but it will create jobs, Lagarde said on MSNBC program Morning Joe. Her mark came in a wide-ranging interview about the global economy. I mean, you should see the scandals that these characters have been involved in, too, in their past. Look it up and see. These particular, Christian Lagarde and the rest of them. She cited climate change in response to a question about where job growth can occur at a time when workers are getting displaced by automation. It's a major issue, especially at a time when robotization is developing in many of these advanced economies, she said. But she says, um, particular jobs for which the training has not yet been invented and needs to be aggregated and put together, Lagarde said Thursday. She didn't say proactive, the way. They always put proactive and stuff like that. She also noted, noted jobs associated with caring for aging populations. Well, they want to bump us all off. Here's the pill. It's cheaper than, than treating you with your, your illness. Yeah. Her comments arrive as Republicans are attacking President Obama's second-term climate agenda unveiled earlier this week, arguing that new power plant emissions rules in particular will cost jobs and raise energy costs, etc., etc. And as all the big boys, same same people, same boys, they own the GMO and own this and own that and own all the chemical companies that are spraying you overhead all the time, are, are, are really up to big, big things to make this whole illusion work, you understand, to bring in their system of total control. It's quite fascinating to read communism and the centralization of government. To start with centralization of government, then you form blocks like communist blocks or EU blocks or NAFTA blocks, and then you centralize governmental power once again into a central government. Like the EU, the monstrosity of the EU parliament. It's all here. Karl Marx talked about it. But the guys who pushed it up, drafted it all up, were a private organization. Guess who? Again, Royal Institute for International Affairs. They set up the United Nations. Before that, they set up the League of Nations. And they set up the World Bank and the BIS and all the rest of it. Because you see, those boys at the top own those private companies like the BIS. This is the world you live in, folks. Democracy. (laughs) These are private organizations. And they'll run you with the might of power. And they own everything. And you let them. And also this article, Military Escalation on Qatar, Friends of Syria Conference opens a new stage in the Syrian war. See, it's all going all quiet. That's because we're pumping all the armaments in right now for the final assault on Syria. Because they were on the list, as I said, back in the 90s from the, from the, the PNAC group, the Policy Project for New American Century group. It was also an Israeli group too that worked with them. And every country that was on that list has been taken out so far except Iran and, and also Syria. So, but, so they've decided to go. And there's other countries too, even ones in Africa, which I mentioned earlier. And also, again, the banks must disclose debt reliance from 2015 in Basel plan. Bank investors will be able to stress which lenders are over-reliant on debt starting in 2015. It says the Basel Committee on Banking Supervision. Now, banking, the, the Basel Committee on Banking Supervision is just one of the branches of the Bank for International Settlements, the private group again, that owns the World Bank and all the rest of it, you see. So here they are, getting us all ready for something big happening in 2015. There are two, because they've all signed agreements from, from the BIS, Bank for International Settlements, every country has, just in the last few months or a month or so, to do bail, bail-ins, you know, which is just robbing the public of their, of their deposits and so on. And the, the date for it is, is set for 2015. It, then it'll be legal for them to plunder you. They're awfully good crooks, you know, they're, they're good Awfully good. 
they're allowed to plunder you because they make it legal. And again, we sit and let it happen. Residents angry as the RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, seized guns from the High River Homes in Alberta. It's got a video with it too. I'll put that up too. And to show you, this is like New Orleans. That's what they did in New Orleans. Well, here it is in Canada. And the folk are very, very unhappy that they couldn't get back into their houses. And when they did, uh, everything's gone. They had no permission. The cops had no permission to go in. But understand, you think you're living in democracies, don't you? It, no matter how many times it's proven wrong, you still want to believe it, don't you? Britain, of course, is, is avant-garde in many things because it's, it's like Canada and the whole country. We're, 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 we're the cutting edge. Avant-garde of all of new normals, you see. Definition of confusion, UK government to re-term husband and wife. Isn't that wonderful? We've got a branch in government that can give you, remake it and, and give you new terminology and, and what it means when it suits them, you see. And it says here, it says a man can be a wife and a woman can be a husband now. The UK government has decided, overruling the Oxford Dictionary and effectively putting an end to the traditional meaning of the words for marriage partners. Because, see, they've got to destroy marriage altogether, part of the Communist Manifesto, which, of course, was paid for by the big boys like the Royal Institute of International Affairs. They backed communism all through this period. Their companies that owned agribusinesses at that time in Canada and the States fed the Soviet Union right to the end. They could even feed themselves. They're always competing for big, massive grain contracts. The move has been denounced as the vocabulary of cloud cuckoo land and gobbledygook by critics who believe the terms husband and wife should have the traditional meanings preserved. Actually, they hate that term, understand? And it should be destroyed. Updated explanatory notes in the Marriage Same-Sex Couples Bill same-sex couples bill being considered by the government is causing it to have to redefine the two terms, clarifying what it means. Husband here, it says, will include a man or a woman in a same-sex marriage as well... I'll say that again. Include a man or a woman in a same-sex marriage as well as a man married to a woman in a similar way. Wife will include a woman married to another woman or a man married to a man, says the new footnote. However, the traditional male-only meaning of husband and female-only understanding of wife could return in some cases to ensure that gender-specific terms such as husband keep their gender-specific effect. Can you believe this communistic rubbish? That's exactly the way they word something in the communist system. With bureaucracy, massive bureaus spewing out all this rubbish. And then ordering you to say these things. Or they put you in prison. Can you believe it? But you want to believe in democracy, don't you? It says the term, term husband will in future legislation include a man who is married to another man, but not a woman in a marriage with another woman. And a wife will include a woman who is married to another woman, but not a man married to another man, unless specific alternative provision is made. Now, maybe a guy wants to be called a woman, or maybe two of the guys want to be called a woman that are married to each other. I guess they'll, they'll fix that in some subnote somewhere. It doesn't matter, though. This is the main thing that, of course, has to be pushed across the whole planet. It's the most important thing that's going to cure all of our ills of massive financial depressions, inflation, uh, no jobs, and so on. No, this is the prime thing that has to be for child. Because, you see, it means a lot in the future as, as fewer and fewer folk get married to have children, etc. You don't want children. How are you going to bring population down if you have children, for goodness sake? Now, Again, meaning is all, reality is always changing. And every country's got a department of statistics, you see. It's a national, it's your, your government runs them. 
just like they had in George Orwell's 1984. You know, chocolate rations are up when it actually went down in size. Double dip, dip it says, the double dip recession in Britain never actually happened. The Office for National Statistics says updates to its past calculations on the performance of the UK economy means Britain will, was never in a double dip recession after all. Now they changed all the rules and laws with, with banking or, but no, we weren't in one at all. Revised GDP data shows that output was actually flat in the first three months of 2012 rather than shrinking as had it first been measured, meaning there was no second recession at all. Well, that's nice to know, isn't it? Department of Stats. The stats you can do anything you want, right? And in Britain, there's pushing, you know, same-sex marriage and all the rest of it, same-gender marriage, and, and, and what is a man? What is a woman? And all redefining everything. This is, the, this, this is what the British get for joining the EU. Jobs, jobs, jobs. You see, just like, uh, you know, a global catastrophe and climate is going to get jobs, jobs, jobs. You see? It says, earn £40,000 as a lap dancer, the career advisors say. This is what they're telling the British young girls, you see. Young entrepreneurs have been offered career advice by the Welsh Government-backed scheme on how to earn up to £40,000 as a lap dancer, a stripper, or an escort. It's called the Aspirational Career Opportunities, and was featured in the Business Wales website, where, there's, where those interested in moving into the industry were told they could command an average of £232 an evening, an annual income of between £24,000 to £40,000. Users interested in setting up escort agencies were advised the escorts provide companionship to the client when attending events such as a formal dinner or the theatre. The fact went, she went on to explain the clients typically include single businessmen and women, I guess it's, it's different kinds now as well, who hired an escort to accompany them to events and holidays. It said escort agencies usually have several escorts on their books. The agencies change escorts or they charge them an introduction fee of between 25 and 55% of what the client pays to the export. But of course, you do extra things as too for a bit more money, which they, they, they can't publish. Then it says, um, the guide pointed out that it was an offence for an agency to incite escorts to act as prostitutes, so they can't say it legally, but went on to provide links to websites offering transsexual post-operation and submissive exports. Boy, we're, we're screwed now, eh? The whole world's kaput. And it says here, Carwin Jones, the First Minister of Wales, has now launched an investigation into the gaff because they didn't really want it to get out. Well, it has got out, and that's it. This is from governments. It doesn't matter now, though. Someone's telling me in the States here, I think it was in the Michigan area, that they even had 12-year-olds in bikinis and car washes in, some, in one place. And no one cares. All the old, dirty old guys go down there and, and other genders as well and stare at them, you know. And also, this article here to do with um, GM cabbage. I mean, nothing's sacred. Cabbage was the last staple for, for folk in the bottom. Prison camps, you name it, or even general prisons. Uh, GM cabbage, now with a scorpion poison. It's coming soon, it says. Agribusiness is in a mad rush to take over the earth. It seems willing to stop it. Nothing coming soon as cabbage with scorpion poison engineered in every cell. Of course, they claim it's safe and more result in less pesticide use. They always say that as they dump more and more on it. Best and logic say otherwise. Who will wake from the insane uh, mating between agribiz and the GMOs? I'll, I'll put that up tonight too. For anybody who cares. I don't think most folk care today. They're so used to just eating stuff that's soaked with sauces to give it a kind of flavor because nothing else has got a taste anymore. And also this one too, uh, I mentioned yesterday, I'll put up again tonight too, that researchers from Northern, Northwestern University School of Medicine 
have determined that the use of certain pesticides over a lifetime produces a shortening of the chromosome telomeres. It's called, and it's, it says, it's mainly men who have been affected by it too. But we all we know all this stuff. How many times do we have to be told about it too? We know also we get sterilized too with these xenoestrogens, etc. But it's also affecting uh, the telomeres in, in, your, in your cells. So they don't last. They, when they reproduce, you, they die off quicker and quicker. Your life is shortened, in other words. And so on. Now, for all the, all the greenies out there, the great armies of greenies that want us all to live in, like the caveman, basically, in little huts and all that, uh, and mind you, they're all funded by the big, incredibly rich, multi-trillion dollar uh, private foundations owned by Ford Carnegie and Rockefeller and even Rothschilds with his groups as well. They've got them all, all over the place to make sure that they end up controlling all the power of the world and the food and everything else. You see, that's what it's really for. The, the leaders know this, the ones who lead all the, the, the mobs, they got, got all worked up, that the followers haven't a clue. You always need dyed-in-the-wood believers, true, true believers, to, to follow you. They don't know. Horrified bird, bird watchers see a rare white-throated needle-tail bird. This is a very rare bird. It killed after it flies into a wind turbine. I'll put that one up tonight, too. It's bye-bye birdie. And so they went to see this thing, and you see the photograph of this thing, and you can splatter to bits with the wonderful windmills that, uh, that's what they do, they just uh, mesh them all up, you know. I guess, how can we use this disaster to our advantage? Well, one of the big agribusies will get, the boys will get in there too, get all the mess on the bottom of the windmill, and sell it back to us in some reprocessed form or another, no doubt, you know. It's always a profit and misery, you know. Back with more after this. Hi folks, I'm back cutting through the matrix. Tonight I'll also put up links uh, that also concern uh, killing off the birds and so on. So you kill off all the, all the birds and then you get lots more mosquitoes and you get lots more deer fly and horse fly and everything else. Of course it, it creates the impression that, oh, it's global warming and so on. It all ties together, you see. And I'll put up the links I put up a few months back to do with the, the Ministry of Agriculture in the U.S., and the big boys for Monsanto and the rest of it, they're, they're, they're poisoning all the, the millions. They've got them all broken down in statistics how much of these species are killing. Millions every year. Millions are getting killed every year. Because the big agribusiness boys says, oh, well, they, you know, they raid our crops and take seeds and things. Well, they've always raided crops. That's part of living. You, you give and take, you see. But not when the big boys stuff's getting stolen, you see, by birds. They're killing millions and millions. And I'll put these articles up from the government's websites themselves and other ones there too. For all you greenies out there, just love, you know, all these big propellers and all that and stuff like that. Now also, it says, uh, an expansive hangar in Central Israel workers toil in one of the world's most contentious aircraft, fitting dozens of drones with advanced sensors, cameras, and lasers before they're shipped to militaries worldwide to perform highly sensitive tasks. A report produced by the U.S. consulting firm Frost & Sullivan determined earlier this year that Israel is now the largest exporter of, guess what? What's a big, big business coming with all the other big businesses? Unmanned aerial systems. The drones are going to watch you. Surmounting aerospace giants in the U.S., so they're bigger than that. The report said that from 2005 to 2012, Israel exported some $4.6 billion worth of systems, including aircraft, payloads, operating systems, and command and control caravans. U.S. overseas sales for the same period were between 2 and $3 billion, the report said. 
Since as usually drone makers do not re- release precise sale figures, there's really numbers are, are estimates based on the number of UAVs sold as drones and the overall value of contracts that were announced during the seven-year period. Industry experts could not confirm the reports of numbers, but said Frost and Sullivan as a respected firm, and its conclusions reflect Israel's leading spot in the fields. Well, you never miss a good opportunity. And also, an article here too uh, says, uh, despite all the publicity, American UAVs received the major exporter of UAVs, drones, in the last decade, 10 years, has been Israel. Between 2002-2012, Israel exported 4.7 billions worth of UAVs, but twice as much as the U.S. exported. And this goes on through the same thing with some different figures, to actually higher figures for them. And they're also the biggest sellers to China now, too, for, for drones as well. And what I also got here. Oh, I popped the night too. It's called The Role of Insects as a Biological Weapon. You understand, since even before World War II, there's a long history to this stuff. But this, this professor touches on some of it. It's very, it's, it's not in-depth stuff. It doesn't go into the, the detail they have in Canada's secret war and deadly allies, the, the book written in Canada uh, on biological warfare, because Canada led the field from the mid, middle of World War II onwards. And they designed all kinds of things, even a thing that could be mistaken today, or maybe it's the same thing, for mad cow disease, because it, it left uh, tunnels bored through the head. Of, of cattle. They're going to use it on Germany, but they never got around to it. Wipe out their livestock. Because it's warfare. It's all about, I said, how we use warfare? It's not just killing people. When you go for the livestock, those people will die off them. Quite simple. So let's go through the role of insects as biological weapons. I'll put that up tonight too. Also, of course, everybody's heard that the Vatican has got the latest scandal since they've been put again. A special folk going in there for a long time actually now. Um, getting directed to go in there, in fact, to take it down from inside. And another paedophile ring at the very top. And uh, same sex, same gender paedophiles, I have to say it that way, I suppose. And I like little boys, little boys I like. And also the, the corruption with the top of the Vatican Bank again. Well, everything else is corrupt in the world, why shouldn't they be? Eh? From Hamish myself, from in Canada, it's good night. I mean, your God or your gods go with you. <laughs>